What's good, my beautiful people? Welcome back to the Beautiful People Podcast. I want to try out something new on this podcast. Me trying out something new isn't something new, but uh, I want to try just doing like some life updates, uh, short stories. Like uh, one big life update. Recently, I became a Moth Story Slam champion. Uh, <laughs> it happened just a little under two months ago. At like the, the December 14th at the Double E. Uh, if you're listening and you were there, thank you for being there. Uh, it was a, an amazing night. And, you know, you know, I would tell a story about it and I'm going to tell the story that I told on stage. Um, so about the event, I didn't know that there was a story, a storytelling event, you know, that was that big and popular in Vermont. It was a shock to me. It was news to me. And, you know, I was brought there by a friend and, you know, it, I ain't gonna lie, it was a date. And, <laughs> and I went and there were some friends there. There were some of my colleagues. And, you know, I was like, wow, all these people knew about it? And ain't nobody tell me? Like, come on, y'all know I love stuff like this. This is, come on. So I'm like, uh, okay, I'm glad that somebody invited me. And then, you know, we were going around and she, she asked me if I was going to tell a story. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I'm not really... You know, I wasn't really prepared to tell the story. I, I, you know, I would, but let me just read the energy. Let me read what the event is about. So, you know, I'm kind of just going around, just, you know, looking around, just inspecting everything. I see a, another one of my friends, and she asked me, hey, um, you telling the story tonight? And I'm, as I'm about to say, I don't know, like, as I'm hitting, like, I don't know, I get cut off because the lady who's walking around the organizer of the event is looking for signups for, you know, the story slam. So as I'm about to say, I don't know, she has a clipboard right there. And I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell the story tonight. And I sign, you know, sign the waiver, agree to go up on stage. And then like, I go to my seat and I am nervous. I am shaking. I am trying to figure out what story am I going to tell? What, what am I going to do? Marlon, what did you just sign yourself up for? Dude. <laughs> so as I'm just like I'm paying attention to the event, I'm paying extra close attention. And um the host for the night, she was a comedian, she was very funny, and uh she was talking about wisdom. The whole theme of the night was wisdom. I had completely lost focus of that. Um so the story um all the stories had to be about wisdom. So I'm listening to everybody's story and there are some really good stories. Like, um I I really I I don't want to like bring out any specifics just because it would take like take away life from everybody else's. But it was a really good night, and then there was somebody who had like a really high score, um, and it was like nine point three or some like nine point three, nine point two, and I was like, all right, um, I'm probably not gonna beat that, so let me just go out there and tell a story. It kind of took some pressure off, just kind of being like, all right, it's subjective. Whoever wins wins. It is what it is. So. I'm sitting there, and they're going, like, the fifth and sixth names both start with M-A-R, so I'm, like, halfway out my chair just trying to, like, I just want to get it over with, man. And I finally get to go up on stage, and I think you had to go about five minutes, but I never, I didn't time myself. It was, like, a freestyle story out of nowhere. And um, <laughs> I was the last person to get called up. There were ten, ten slots, only nine people signed up. I was the ninth person. Um, I knew that when the eighth person got called <laughs> and when it was my turn to go up, I, you know, stood up, went up there and, you know, looked around. There was a lot of people 
and I was nervous. I was nervous. And one of the things when I get nervous is I crack jokes just so I can feel comfortable. You know, it, it's a neutral zone for me and the audience and anybody else listening. Uh, I like comedy levels to play and feel for me. So uh, I start off the story, um, you know, when I was little, <laughs> I told myself two things. Never let the inner kid in you die and always be the friend that you needed when you were little. Um, so when I went, <laughs> when I went off to be a camp counselor, and this isn't the exact story, but this is my retelling of my retell. retell. Um, when I went off to be a camp counselor in Wisconsin, I, I kind of needed to lean on those words. <laughs> and that night I was wearing a champion hoodie and some Jordans. And I was like, look, do I look like I'm the type to be very outdoorsy? Like, come on, I'm a city kid from New York. Uh, <laughs> when I went out to the camp, it was an opportunity that I got passed down from the director of the multicultural center I was working at. Uh, they were looking for more camp counselors of color. And I was looking for something to do after I got back from South Africa. So the two kind of met in the middle, and I ended up in Wisconsin. And it wasn't bad. I had a great time. It was just the camp, it was a YMCA sleepaway camp. So people had already known each other for years. There were these, you know, these family ties, this, you know, tribalism to say to say the least because everybody just already knew each other and I was coming into a new environment one of two black people the other dude was coming from Barbados so I kind of leaned on him but like we also kind of like split up at, at a point so it was like I really kind of had to lean on myself and whatever friends I made at the camp and it was tough it was really tough being there because you know, everybody had their friends, everybody had their, like, family, and I'm so far away from mine. And that whole summer, I didn't really get to spend too much time around my family, so it was tough. And, you know, one of the toughest weeks was uh, when I had a little camper named Luke. He was really struggling being there. He wanted to leave halfway through the camp. He came to me one day because he was getting bullied. And I was like, well, this is weird. It's a YMCA sleepaway camp. Who is bullying who? Um, so I told him, just go tell the other camp counselor. I don't know. Like, go tell the other camp counselor. Let them handle it. Let them stop their kids from bullying you. So he goes, he comes back, and he's like, hey, um, so about those kids, they bully me in real life, too. Like, they bully him at school. They bully him outside of this camp. So I'm like, oh, Oh, I, I'm so I'm sorry. Um, so now I'm trying to navigate this. You know, I'm having a hard time being there. He's having a hard time being there. And I'm trying to facilitate him having a good time. So I feel like I'm just hitting the wall, too. Um, so we kind of go through the motion like all of our days are kind of like preplanned. And we get back now and we're supposed to be having like a water park night. So I kind of try to slip away back to the cabin so I could cry because I was having such a hard day. Uh, I really wanted to just break down and cry. And I go into the cabin and Luke already beat me to it. He's in his bunk crying. And like, I just, you know, feel for this kid. I've, 
I, I want to help him and I want to help myself. I'm trying to figure out what, what do we do so that we can enjoy ourselves here. Um, so I, I go to his bunk. I talk to him like, hey, you know, what's up? And he starts talking about the bullies again. I'm like, you know what? You know, it's it, it's hard. It, it's hard sometimes. It's hard. And, you know, I want you to have a good time, man. And there's a lot of fun things going on outside. I think you would really have a good night if you just, like, said, you know what? Whatever. We're just going to have fun. And you, do, you just run around and join everybody. You find your group of friends and, you know, you go off and you have a good time. And, you know, it picked him up a little bit, honestly. And he got to, you know, pick himself, pull himself together, and then leave the cabin. And then after he left, I cried. I sat and broke down because uh, I felt for this kid. I felt like he was, I was in his, you know, little shoes. And it was tough. And, you know, when when I sat there and thought about it, I heard my own words kind of started ringing in my head again. Don't let that inner child in you die. Be the friend that you needed when you were younger. So I, you know, mustered up my courage, you know, pulled myself together, white worked the tears away, <laughs> and I went outside, and I found Luke, and I grabbed his hand, and I was like, yo, tonight, I'm your best friend. Tonight, you and me, we're going to have an amazing time. We're just going to run around, have fun. He's like, yeah, and he's, like, really excited, and now I'm pumped. I'm excited. So you know, we're at the top of the water slide and there's people running around us, people skipping us. There's soap, water flying everywhere. It's amazing. And I'm like, yo, when it's our time, that's when we're going to go. And he's like, all right. So time is getting, you know, it feels like time is slowing down. It's finally just us. And I'm like, yes. So we get it like a running start and we take off. We go, it feels like we're going 50 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour down this water slide. And we're having the time of our lives. Oh my gosh, we had so much fun. We picked up buckets of water and started dumping them on people. Uh, water balloons were throwing them all over the place. I feel like a kid again. This kid has the biggest smile I've seen him have all week. And that that moment really helped him. And it helped me. I felt so much better being at the camp knowing that I can create that. I can facilitate that type of moment with someone. And, you know, I didn't get to tell this at the moth. By this time, I was like, all right, I told the gist of the story. You know, um, I, I, I just kind of reiterated that, you know, I made sure to check in with myself that I made sure that that little kid in me stayed alive. And I was there for somebody like I wish somebody was there for me when I was having a hard time when I was younger. And that's kind of where I close it. And I got off stage. Um, one of the things that I wanted to share, but I, I just kind of forgot. Um, he originally wanted to leave early. And when he got to the end of the week and his family came to pick him up, he told them that he wanted to come back again because of me. And to know that I had that type of impact on that kid was amazing. It also had its caveat. I also had another side to it because I, I felt like I was not going to come back. And he, I was like, ooh, sorry, kid. Uh, but he did get to see me again. He came back uh, during teen week when his older sister came, and he gave me the biggest hug, and it made me so happy to know that he was just okay. Um, so um, <laughs> I sit back down, and I'm waiting for the scores now, which is the anxiety part of 
Like if the whole if everything didn't already give anybody anxiety, like and I'm an extrovert, so if that didn't give anybody else anxiety, like I now I gotta wait for some scores. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, um, whether or not they like the story, I did my thing. I felt good about that. So the first the first score comes in, nine point eight. The second score comes in, nine point seven. The third score came in, I think it was like nine point eight. So there's like a buzz in the crowd now. Now it's like, ooh. And I think everybody else knew that I won before I did. Uh, because I was still kind of like, oh, I wonder who won. Like, idiot. Like, <laughs> they're doing it. And then somebody's uh, on the stage, one of the hosts, she's like, all right, do we need to pull out a calculator? And then somebody's like, no, we don't even have to. I, I'm pretty, Marlon just won. I'm like, huh? <laughs> and they're like, yo, Marlon, come back on the stage. And I'm like, huh? And they, I go back on stage and, like, I'm saying, like, yeah. And they're like, yo, round of applause for Marlon Hyde. He just won. Smart story slam he's a mod story slam champion i'm like what and there's like this crowd like buzz and like applause my best friends in the front row i'm like yo this is amazing and you know then <laughs> they said you know he's gonna be featured at the the mod uh story story slam in april at the flint theater and i'm like what like there's a lot of seats in the flint theater <laughs> That's, I was like, wait, how, how is this real? How is this happening? It felt, the night felt so unreal. And I really didn't snap out of it till like the next day where I was looking at videos. Like my friends had videos of me up on stage telling the story or like after I won. And I'm like, yo, I really won. Like, it was crazy too because it felt like divine timing i was meant to be in that moment you know things lined up a certain way for for that to be part of my blessing and it was incredible i love storytelling if you haven't been listening to the podcast welcome i love storytelling but to feel like i was validated as a storyteller in a way i don't need much validation to do anything but it still feels good for people to be like, yo, that was a great story. You're a good storyteller for me to, you know, for people who had went to the event and they see me and they feel so happy to see me in public. And they're like, yo, that was a great story you told that night. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. This feels great. I want to keep telling stories for the rest of my life, whether or not I'm just telling them to my little nieces and nephews or I'm telling them on a stage. I want to be telling stories forever. That's what I love to do. I come from a family of storytellers, so yes, it feels natural, but there's something about it that just feels so right. And, and I love it. And that night was amazing. That was December 14th, uh, the Mott Story Slam. Uh, I'm so happy. And I'm happy that I got to record a version um, of my story and share it to to my audience and whoever loves it let me know share it i wish that there was a comment section you know i might start putting these out as youtube videos if anybody's interested let me know i, I have some video editing skills i got in my bag let me know what y'all want to see let me know what y'all want to hear you know i'm marlon Hyde, and yes peace out my beautiful people i love y'all have a wonderful day yeah